0: If you told me in the year 1994 when I was hanging out with my friends after school, trading baseball cards, talking about Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt, Mike Piazza, uh, John Smoltz, Ron Gant, Terry Pendleton, uh, Will Clark, Kevin Mitchell, Barry Bonds, that one day when I'm a grown man, in the year 2021 That grown men in that year Will cry In a fetal position When a baseball player For the Atlanta Braves Tells a reporter That he thinks Baseball players shouldn't take a day off By God, I, w- I would have choked On my fruit by the foot And I would have said, there ain't no way Not on my watch There's no way that'll happen That's not real life but here we are. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to another episode of Baseballology. I'm your host, Josh Brown. Uh, thanks for listening. Apparently, people listen to this podcast. I've seen several people in public here in Rockmart, in Cedartown who who have mentioned the podcast. My mother in- law listens now, which which is is a little bit uh, nerve-wracking on my part. I need to make sure that I am uh, saying the right thing, not saying too many cuss words because because she listens. she like like she listens like a few episodes in her car. So, um, hi, Wendy. And, uh, yeah. So, and my download numbers are amazing. Like I I keep thinking no one's listening. And then like you guys, I don't even, I don't understand. Um, I'm just shouting at the clouds. That is this podcast. It's basically me shouting at the clouds under the guise of, of baseball. Um, if you've not written a review, you can at apple podcast, You can write me a review. Five stars only, of course. Uh, Anything less than five stars, I will find you and block you on Twitter. And you can follow on Spotify. You follow on Spotify, you subscribe on Apple, I think. Um, So thanks for listening, uh, y'all. It's a weird time. It is a weird time. I I grew up watching the Crime Dog, uh, Barry Bonds. The Big Hurt. That's Frank Thomas. Will Clark, Terry Pendleton, John Smoltz. John Smoltz would get so offended when Bobby Cox would take him out of the game. His nostrils would flare up and he would he would get so mad at Bobby Cox. How, how dare you, Bobby Cox, take me out of my baseball game? That's how he felt. And you felt that. You felt that while you were watching TV. In 1993, the Filthy Phillies would come to town, y'all. And I remember watching the Filthy Phillies playing on live TV. And I remember watching, I think it might have been that postseason, don't quote me on this, maybe, was it the NLDS? I don't even know. Postseason, Braves Phillies. Uh, Yeah, I think the Phillies went on to win it, right? And they went on to, to go to the World Series, I think, right? And I remember watching like pregame coverage on Channel 2 Action News and Monica Kaufman. Was talking about how these Philly fans are on Marta, and and they're and they're just dirty and mean. And then I remember uh, an inning, an end of the inning moment when uh, the Phillies were coming off the field, and 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 Skip Carey would do a great job educating us ten-year-olds on why Phillies fans were the worst, and the Phillies were just the meanest, the baddest dudes, just godless human beings. And, and, and the Phillies were coming off the field, and they're going into the commercial break. I remember watching the camera zoom in, zoom in slowly as Skip Carey's talking about how terrible these guys were. The camera zooming in on a giant wad of tobacco that Lenny Dykstra had left on our field. That's what we grew up on. We grew up on testosterone, rage, muscles, fast cars, MacGyver, blood sport, the three ninjas, Rocky, Tum Tum, and Colt, and now and now these kids are growing up with Dansby Swanson, y'all. It, it's 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 here. It's I didn't know. I didn't think it was going to get here. Like I said, if you told me in in 1994 that this was going to happen, I, I wouldn't have believed you. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't know if it's because. Uh, fathers leaving the home us leaving the church uh i don't know if it's because the the morning fishing shows stopped airing you still got bill dance he's got his youtube channel he's got his facebook page but i don't know to my knowledge is he is he on like a local abc sort of situation on saturday mornings i don't think that's happening so i don't i don't know i don't know how we got here but we're here we're here nonetheless and what's really weird it's not like young 22 year olds it's like 40 year olds it's like 37 year olds who are they're so upset that Freddie Freeman wants his players to not uh to 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 not take a day off they're so ups- they're they're offended they're offended and it's I can't help but it's funny it's weird and funny apparently yesterday and I found out about it today because I don't really follow baseball anymore uh my brother, texted me and my dad this article yahoo sports it was from yesterday and the headline reads no days off freddie freeman pushes braves teammates to play every game and my brother ben texted us this article and said that freddie he's finally a freddie freeman fan we don't really we don't really like freddie freeman in my family we, we've always kind of poked fun at him for completely ridiculous superficial reasons of course as most Baseball fans do. We don't know these guys. We we hinge our opinions on on just BS things. And so to us, Freddie Freeman, uh, we we he's not that interesting. Um, he's kind of boring. He also wore a Canadian uniform or something for like was it the World Baseball Classic or something? Uh, or it was like it was like international. De- it was something weird. They they did something a couple of years ago where baseball players wore a uniform from their home country was that what it was or am i thinking about the baseball classic anyways freddie freeman thinks he's canadian i know his mom was canadian and she passed blah 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 but whatever freddie so we we like to jokingly kind of poo-poo on freddie freeman also he kind of stinks late in the game let's be honest he does i can bust out the numbers i'm not gonna because i don't want to but he does and so anyways we're we're kind of uh, we like Freddie Freeman, kind of, but not like he's not like our favorite. All right. He's not like Matt Diaz or, you know, Nick Marquez out of Young Harris was to our family. Okay. Freddie Freeman, you know, he's he's a he's a good brave. He's not special. We don't have any kind of shrines built to him like we did Matt Diaz. Anyways, I digress. Freddie Freeman is the captain of the Braves, and he's interviewed by um Hannah Kaiser. Uh, some reporter for Yahoo Sports. I guess they still have a website. Yahoo still has a website, you guys. Uh, I know Jeff Passan wrote for them, and then didn't he leave? So they still have a website. Maybe she has has taken uh, his spot at Yahoo. So she interviews Freddie, and she interviews uh, Swanson and Ron Washington and Brian Snitker, and basically finds out that Freddie Freeman is a little bit of a workaholic and he doesn't like taking a day off and he doesn't like his teammates taking a day off either. And there's this really funny story in this article where apparently, uh, Dansby takes some days off or took some days off. Um, I think some, the way it reads some mental, some mental days off, it didn't say that verbatim, but I think, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it's talking about like he needed a, like a mental health day. <laughs> and, so, and so apparently Freddie Freeman was, was called about this. Someone within the organization called Freddie Freeman about this and it doesn't say who, but I really want to know who. And they asked Freddie to kind of take it easy on Dansby, you know? Uh, says he got a call late at night one night. (laughs) And they're like, hey, man, take it easy on Dansby. (laughs) So so the next day, the next day, (laughs) Freddie Freeman apparently walks in the clubhouse. And since Dansby is is taking that day off or had been taking some days off, Freddie Freeman walks in the clubhouse before everybody gets there. And he takes down Dansby Swanson's jersey from his locker. (laughs) And his pants and his cleats. And he just sits there and waits on Dansby to arrive. <laughs> Dansby arrives and, and is like, I was I was dreading this moment. And then Freddie gives him a talking to, apparently, and they go on about their business because they're a grown men. And and Dansby, it seems like Dansby has like a good attitude about this like i poke fun of dansby about the whole water bottle thing back in april apparently some fans like some 12 year old girls threw some water bottles onto the field and it landed in the warning track and dansby gave this weird post-game talk about how um players lives were in danger (laughs) and i've been laughing about it all summer long okay but it seems like dansby has a decent uh personality probably a little bit of a sense of humor um, you know, takes a couple of days off. Freddie comes in and was like, Hey man, uh, no, you're not. And he takes his Jersey down, takes his pants down and just, he's sitting there waiting on him. I think that's hilarious. And, uh, and then it goes on to talk about, um, uh, Washington and, oh, and, and it talks about Freddie Freeman's work ethic and why he has the work ethic he has. And it's kind of cool. I knew that Freddie lost his mom at a young age, but apparently he was 10. He was 10 years old when his mom died. His dad, Fred, at the time was a CPA and left some big firm uh, or a company. I don't know if you call them firms or companies. I feel like firm is more like a, like a law firm. I don't think you call CPA companies firm. So he left some CPA company to start his own CPA company. And when you do that, or when he did that, there's no health insurance. There's no benefits. And you got some kids and you got a wife and you got a family to support but he did it and he never missed a day of work and so he's a super hard worker and then his mom dies i believe i believe of cancer i think can you guys double check that i'm pretty sure his mom his mom died of cancer age he's 10 years old his mom dies and his dad is left raising kids and working full time and providing for them and and so that's his perspective so he grows up and becomes a baseball player and he's just a hard working dude and then and then this is where it gets really juicy, uh, and 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 the far left postmodern Braves Twitter crowd really lost the plot on this one. So Freddie is talking about um, what's his name, uh, Hecheveria, I think. Yeah, Hecheveria. So Hecheveria like fell. Uh, he had a game-saving diving catch, and he landed on his elbow. Apparently, uh, it's two years ago, and. And they put him on, or they gonna they were going to put him on the DL. I refuse to say IL, even though I just did. They they were going to put him on the DL. And um and Freddie f- found him in the trainer's room and explained to Hetch Varia that, that dude, you, you got to play. And Freddie's like, I know it hurts, but you're not injured. Well, that night, Hetch Varia hits a two-run bomb in his first at-bat, uh, and when they were back in the dugout, um, Freddie was waiting for him and was like, "You're welcome. Uh, and so so he was pointing out there's a difference between playing hurt and playing injured. My god, we we need more Freddie Freemans. I don't know if there's many of them. There might be like four or five in all of baseball based on like the Twitter landscape and like the culture and like sports center, based on what I see from a high level, even though I don't follow baseball very much, uh, it seems like there's not very many Freddie Freeman's. <laughs> In fact, it seems like taking a mental health break is in vogue. I mean, we just watched, y'all, we just watched Simone Biles. Simone Biles didn't feel like it. And that's all there is to it. That, like, there's nothing more, nothing less. She literally just didn't feel like it. And that was praised. Culture praised Simone Biles because she's like, I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? And so when you got a guy like Freddie Freeman saying, I know, I know you're hurting, but you're not injured. Keep playing. I, I, I just want to. I want to get a Freddie Freeman jersey now. I don't even support jerseys. I think they're weird, and I think people shouldn't wear them over the age over the age of thirteen. Personal opinion, but I would consider wearing a Freddie Freeman jersey now. Uh, I'm a huge Freddie Freeman fan. Maybe his biggest fan, at least at least uh, today. So. This doesn't happen. So, again, we I grew up with this stuff. We grew up with Cal Ripken Jr. When I was a kid, the strike happens. A lot of people left the faith. I, I still know people that have never gone back after that strike of 94. Well, after the strike, you had two amazing moments that kind of brought baseball back. You had Cal Ripken Jr. and you had Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. The Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa thing, they were they were chasing Roger Maris's single-season home run record. I'll I'll post some pictures. I've done this before, but if you're new to this uh, podcast or me on the Twitters, you might not know, but I have pretty much all the national newspapers and Sports Illustrateds of that summer. The the home run, I've got like old USA Today's, old AJCs, and um, a couple of different like Sports Illustrateds from that summer when when uh, when. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were chasing that that record. The other moment that saved baseball, question, uh, arguably, was Cal Ripken Jr. breaking the consecutive games record. We celebrated that when we were kids. We thought that was awesome. This guy played; it was like two thousand something consecutive games. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing, and we we thought that was cool. We thought that meant that's a, that's a man. That's a hard working dude. We should celebrate that. And now we're celebrating Simone Biles and mental health breaks. And we're getting mad. We're getting mad at a guy like Freddie Freeman, who says, you need to show up to work every day. I I think it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Some of these tweets, y'all, I gotta, I gotta read some of these tweets. Uh, I'm a day late on some of this because I didn't know it was happening. because I got a life and stuff, but uh, let's see here. I'm going to try to find some of these tweets. So if you're not on Braves Twitter, you don't need to be on Braves Twitter. But um, So Steven, uh, at B underscore outliers, I used to like, Steve, Steven's like a really smart baseball stats guy. He used to really, I used to talk to Steven a lot on the interwebs about advanced stats and stuff. And now I just make fun of him because I'm a giant 12-year-old. Uh, but but Stephen, um, I think his last name is Tolbert. At B underscore he He tweets a screenshot of part of the article. And the screenshot is a quote. And it says, it's a quote. <laughs> I think it's Dansby. Uh, it says, sometimes it's too much, he admits. Because some of these guys are hurting sometimes, but they go out there because they don't want to hear me. Oh, it's it's Freddie. So Sorry, it's Freddie talking. Let me start over. So he says, sometimes it's too much, he admits, because some of these guys are hurting sometimes, but they go out there because they don't want to hear from me (laughs) because I will be all over them from the minute they get into the clubhouse. I love that. A guy like Steven sees that and literally (laughs) tweets, I know people will disagree, but that Freddie Freeman story is just kind of yikes for me. This quote, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I guess his little, his little postmodern fatherless like uh, echo chamber. I mean, the replies to this thing. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's it's hilarious. People are so upset at this quote. One guy says explains the entire 2019 season. Um a oh, bunch somebody no thirty people quote tweeted it. Uh <laughs> I love this guy named James Reese at Dogs B ball fan, uh quote tweeted it and goes, Imagine being upset that Freddie Freeman is pushing a bunch of twenty four year olds to play baseball. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to retweet that. Um, Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay, there's a lot of people dunking on him. The replies, though, the the replies are like, yes. Thanks for speaking out about this, Steven. Uh, Oh, this guy, Sam Schwartz says, what an awful look by Freddie Freeman. As an actual diehard Braves, Braves fan, I say we let him sign with the Mets. Let him take their loser mentality to Queens. <laughs> uh, this person goes, "Oh, so the Braves are never winning a playoff series?" <laughs> Reed Emerson goes, "Yikes!" <laughs> oh my goodness! <clears throat> this guy. This guy says. John Becker says not particularly surprising to hear this from a guy who almost died from COVID right before and during spring training last year and made damn sure he'd be ready for opening day. He didn't almost die. Y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are ridiculous. Noah says, Hmm. I wonder why the Braves run out of steam in October every year. Must be a coincidence. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyways, Oh, I like Freddie Freeman. Now I like him. I used to, I used to poke fun at him. Now I like him. So there you go. Uh, if you've not checked out the article, it's, it's, uh, I guess you can just, just Google, just Google Yahoo, Freddie Freeman or Freddie Freeman days off. I'm sure it'll, it'll pop. It's actually a really good article. Yeah. He's a baller. He's a gamer. As we say on the streets. And now this is looked down upon. And I wanna I wanna clarify this too, because I think this is important. Cause Joe our our friend over there, um, he's a Mets fan on Twitter. Joe tweeted earlier that Braves fans have turned on Freddie Freeman and Chipper Jones. Um, Chip Chipper Jones tweeted about Ivermectin or something like t- three weeks ago. And and now those same people are really upset at Freddie Freeman. I, I just wanna point out that 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 Braves Twitter is not at all, a representation of Braves fans. I've been to, I've been to t- tons of Braves games, chop fests, those sorts of things. And when you go to a Braves game, you will meet fine, fine folks, great folks who grew up with a dad who just want to drink a cold beer and watch some baseball. And they never turn on Shipper Jones. And I promise you, they read this article and like me and and uh, a few others on Twitter, like Sarah over it. Easy Out podcast, she's awesome. Uh, They read this and they're like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah!" Freddie Freeman's a gamer. I also think it's funny that that girls on on Braves Twitter, like the females, <laughs> the females are cool with it. Like they're told, like when there's a fight, when there's a, any kind of fight or a brawl, or when like Will Will Smith, like two weeks ago, when Will Smith hits, um, what's his name? What's his name for the for the Nationals? Uh Juan Juan Soto. The girls on Braves Twitter are like, hell yeah, hit him again. Let's go, Braves. Woo! And then the dudes, the dudes on Braves Twitter are like, is that really necessary? I mean, that is so immature. You you if you want to beat them, you you beat them by playing baseball. You don't beat them with with the literal baseball to the ribs, okay? Beat them by playing well, okay? And the girls are always like, I feel like they're they're spitting out their dip in a dip can, like they're Copenhagen, and they're just like, woo, yeah. Oh, I love being a girl dad. Shout out to all the girls on Braves Twitter. Um and and the dudes that are cool. So uh thanks for listening to another episode of baseballology. Make sure you guys review if you haven't reviewed and uh, find me on the Twitters at Rhubarb Brown on the Twitters. I got a Facebook page. It's Josh Brown Podcaster. So look me up on the Facebook page too. I'm kind of a little more political on there. So sorry about that. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'll try to drop these every now and then. I don't know. We'll just see. Okay.